Welcome back to Cobbler's Gulch. Episode 56. A timely conversation piece. The babbling brook whisks hazel, lump, and squish all the way from the Clutterbuck Mines to the Cobbler's Gulch Orphanage for boys and girls. I apologize for the rough waters, the blood moon, the gravitational pull, the high tides. Well, what's a girl to do? Not at all. I'm grateful a million times over. Suddenly, the sky flushes and a pinkish glow hangs in the night air. I suppose Gretchen Hexenkamp will be coming for you orphans soon. (laughs) I suppose so. I do hope that she doesn't boil any of you in her cauldron. And we have similar hopes. The exact same. Well, perhaps you'll make good use of this then. (laughs) A small swell rushes forth from the babbling brook. And then the waters recede, leaving behind a most timely conversation piece. The witch's hammer! I swept it up when I crossed the river of no return. It's not particularly interesting as is. I mean, goblins are on the side of ho-hum as far as conversations go. And their bones are only slightly less so. But if a witch was actually snuffed out with it... Well, then a goblin conversation would be quite the barn burner. <laughs> you know, I might not mind that kind of tongue wagon. Aye, me neither. Well then, I'll leave you to it. Good luck, orphans. Ta-ta! And with that, the babbling brook rushes away into the ever-reddening night. Hazel, Lump, and Squish search Cobbler's Gulch until they find a crowd of orphans, all the sons and daughters of what's likely the largest herd of goats in all recorded history. Even more astounding than the sight of all these orphans is Oz, who deftly and skillfully leads the way for the newly minted orphans. Hazel, Squish, and Lump push their way through orphan after orphan to get to Oz, finally meeting him at the top of the scrimshanks near the alabaster albatross. Zip and Elwood appear too, just seconds later. There are hugs between a lot of them, quick but sincere ones, the kind of hugs that soften the sharp edge of Blood Moon-type situations, if only for a moment. Where are Copper and Gruff? Out at sea. Um, what? They are! They are! They sailed out on the Buncombe Barge to fetch help. Where's Wooden Wolf? Hazel has no words, which is as many as she needs to tell them that Wolf is gone. A moment of grief lingers, just enough before each orphan realizes that Wolf wouldn't allow them any more stillness in the face of all the melee that needs sorting. Where are you taking all these orphans? Riddle Hope Hall. Well, we're here. Now what? We're going inside. You mean outside. Outside is what you mean. Yes, outside. No, I said in and I meant in. 
Oz places one hand on the wing of the alabaster albatross, one of a thousand's silent call, and produces the piece of the spinning woman's web with the other. He licks his lips and reads, Phonus Balonus, Ranny Gazoom, Shadows of Darkness, Danger and Gloom cannot be cast within this room. Clap Fart Fribble and Baboonery, Nonsense Makes Sense, That's the Key, Slip Slop Poppycock, Riddle Me Re, Riddle Hope Hall, Open Says Me. The mosaic tiles that cover the exterior of the rotunda begin to shudder before moving in ornate patterns, a constellation of elegant colors kaleidoscoping and shifting until at last, an open door that's never been remotely visible or apparent suddenly is. The orphans inch into the hall. Mosaic tiles cover the floors and walls and ceilings, just like the exterior, and they glow in whimsical patterns, just enough light to imbue the space with warmth and calm. So much so that nobody even spooks at the sight of the skeleton. The bones of a modest-sized man are blanketed by a beautiful garment. Certainly the work of the spinning woman. Do you think that's Rollo Riddlehope? Must be. They gaze upon him in his work, all his magnificent work, giving the man and his craft its due respect. But there are orphans to hide. They usher every one of them into the hall. Hazel does her best to look at all of them with as much confidence as she can muster. You'll all be safe here. I hope. And then she, Lump, Squish, Zip, Oz, and Elwood exit the hall back onto the scrimshanks. Oz places a hand on the alabaster albatross, and the tiles shudder once again, moving to seal off the passage. Hazel and her orphan brothers fall silent, so very silent, as they look up and see the moon, its edge darkening red like a bloodshot eyeball, the promise of a long, wicked night ahead of them. Thanks for listening. On the next Cobbler's Gulch, or rather, on the last episode of Cobbler's Gulch... Great Orphan Siege. In the meantime, take a deep breath. We're almost home. 